0: We read on Shabbos that after Yosef revealed himself to his brothers, they come back to their father with the good news. They tell Yaakov, Oyd Yosef chai, Yosef is still alive. We would think that Yaakov at that point would be so excited, he would be jumping for joy. However, the Pasik tells us something astonishing. Va'yofek he went numb, Yaakov did not believe them. But how is that even possible? Yaakov has been mourning over Yosef for 22 years. He was depressed and broken. He was a shell of his former self. And finally, the brothers come in and tell him this wonderful news. Oid Yosef Why would he not believe them? This is the news that he was waiting for, for over two decades. Did he think that they were trying to trick him? Nobody would do that to a father. So why would Yaakov not believe them? Furthermore, the very next possek relates by Elof, Eis Kaldivre Yosef. The brothers told Yaakov all of Yosef's words. And when Yaakov heard those words, Vatchi Ruach Yaakov, Yaakov was revived. He was content. And now he believed them. So what words of Yosef did the brothers tell Yaakov to convince him that he was still alive? So let's revisit the story of Yosef's revelation. After Yehuda's powerful speech, Yosef reveals himself to his brothers, and the brothers were shocked. They're speechless. Kinivhalomipanov. They were embarrassed and humbled. They were humiliated. The realization of what they had done all those years ago just sank in. And how did Yosef react? Yosef told them, don't be depressed. Don't start pointing fingers. Don't start the blame game. This was all part of Hashem's master plan. Kilemikoshulkani. I was sent here by Hashem to provide sustenance to the world. It wasn't you who sent me here, it was Hashem. All that has transpired isn't because of your doing, your misdeeds, but rather, it is merely a chapter in a grand divine plan. You are only messengers, characters in a story written by the author of the world. That was Yosef's message to his brothers. Now the Shvatim returned back home, eager to share with their father that his beloved Yosef was still alive. But they faced a major dilemma. Originally, they told Yaakov that Yosef was killed. They even showed him clear evidence. His Kosoinus Passam was bloodied. So now, in order to tell Yaakov that Yosef was still alive, they were forced to admit that they lied. They misled him. We fabricated a story to fool you. We created this whole fictitious event. When Yaakov hears this, the Torah says, Lohem and Lohem. It doesn't mean that Yaakov didn't believe that Yosef was still alive. That he did believe. It means that Yaakov didn't believe that his sons were capable of such an act. Selling their own brother into slavery. He refused to accept that they acted in a way that was so callous, so heartless. With so much hate and animosity. It would have been easier for Yaakov to believe that Yosef was dead than to think that his own children had sold their brother into oblivion and lied to him about what they had done. But then the Pasik says, Vaidabru Elof, Ace Kaldivra Yosef. The brothers related to their father Yosef's words. And then everything changed. They related this timeless lesson that Yosef taught them. The reminder that we are only pawns in the hands of Hashem. And actions that may seem so destructive are actually the groundwork for construction. When Yaakov heard Deoys' message, the Pasik says, Vatchi ruach Yaakov. He not only believed them, but his spirit returned. He was revived. Because along with the good news came a message that we live by to this very day. What we perceive in real time as a catastrophic event could very well be our greatest salvation. Yosef's message endures for all generations. We go through difficult periods in our life, but we have to remember, it is always orchestrated by Hashem. Oftentimes, you look back at how things transpired, and in retrospect, we realize that it had to happen in that precise manner. Ultimately, Hashem has a plan for every person and every situation. And this reminds me of a fascinating story told by an official Shechter. A few years ago, the yeshivas in the UK were having trouble with the government. They wanted to implement certain rules which would severely affect the yeshiva's curriculum and take away time from their Torah learning. There was a rabbi there who was working tirelessly to prevent this from happening. And he was able to get a meeting with David Cameron, the prime minister himself, to discuss the matter. They told him, you will only have two minutes with the prime minister. So he prepared his words very carefully and he prayed to Hashem for success. Finally, the time arrived for the meeting. And much to his chagrin, instead of the prime minister, the home secretary was sent in his place. She said, Rabbi, I'm sorry, the prime minister can't see you today. I will be seeing you instead. And the rabbi was so disappointed. He was ready to turn around and go home. But then he thought, who is the one that's really in charge here? It's not the prime minister. It's not this woman. It's Hashem. I'm going to do my part to the best of my ability and Hashem will do his. This is what Hashem put in front of me now. So this is the eshtadlis I'm going to make. He spoke to the home secretary. The meeting went on for almost two hours. He spoke so passionately about Judaism and Torah study. It almost brought the woman to tears. At the end of the meeting, she said, I'll do my best to convey the message to the Prime Minister. A few weeks later, there was a big controversy in Britain, and the people there voted to leave the European Union, and Prime Minister Cameron resigned as a result. The name of the person who took over for David Cameron was a woman named Theresa May, who also happened to be that woman who spoke to the rabbi on that day. And Baruch Hashem, the issue was resolved. We put in our Hashtadlas, because that's what Hashem wants from us. But we must always remember the lesson of Yosef HaTzadik. Hashem is in control and results are entirely in His hands. And now we know. Have a wonderful day.